Welcome to the Retire Well Podcast, the show that focuses on showing you how to get the most out of your retirement. Each week, we're going to dive into topics that affect people just like you. Ways to save money on your healthcare costs, smart income planning strategies, estate planning tools, and a whole lot more. We're going to get straight to the point with short episodes of 20 minutes or less on the information that you need to know to be able to retire well. I'm your host and retirement specialist, Kelly Racicott. Thanks for tuning in to this week's show. Now let's get started. It's looking out for your health and wellness from hometown retirement specialist. Here's Bo Moore. Kelly Racicott, agency owner, retirement specialist of hometown retirement specialist, joining us again this morning. As always, Kelly, thanks for spending time with us today. Thank you for having me. Good to be back. Long-term care is what we talked about, uh, and we did a nice job of teasing this last week, all right? (laughs) So um, I'm sure there are tons of misperceptions about Medicare and just people doing this wrong. Um, Long-term care, what's our message to your listeners? Long-term care is one of the biggest factors that will impact the longevity of your retirement savings. Mm -hmm. It will drain what you have saved faster than any other area. It is the number two reason for poverty in the retired community. Planning. A lot of this could be avoided. A lot of people, I'm certain, who are overspending on care didn't plan properly. Yeah. You know, it's Long-term care or planning for any type of post-hospital care, which is any type of care that you receive outside of the hospital, whether that's at home or in a nursing facility, doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. Um, It's very important to be able to plan ahead of that because once you're sick with an issue that has put you in some sort of long-term care situation, it is too late to do anything about it. Mm -hmm. It's like calling up your insurance company when your house is on fire and saying, I need to take out a little bit more on my on my homeowner's policy. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. So you, you have to you have to plan ahead for that. My own family situation, my mother was in long term care for many, many years. Again, <laughs> something that uh, we should have seen coming, but we didn't. This is again an area of specialization that people can talk to you about because it's not something, it's probably something we're just not comfortable talking about. It is, absolutely, absolutely. Nobody wants to talk about this and um, nobody wants to even think about it. Nobody wants to think about um, their parents or their spouse needing that level of care. But statistically speaking, if you reach the age of 65, um, which most people do mm-hmm. nowadays, you have a 70% chance of needing some sort of long-term care during your lifetime. And that is a huge number. 70% is a big percentage of that. Yeah. So having some sort of plan going into that and knowing that you will need and you will have a need for that at some point. Um, we all know somebody in our life that has experienced this. We mm. have all seen people go go through this, be in a nursing facility and have to pay for that level of care. And most people are absolutely shocked when they find out 
that Medicare doesn't pay for that, or there's yeah. no health insurance anywhere to, to pay for that. And, and they get these massive bills. Mm. Step one in preparation of this is to call Kelly Racicott, right? Yes. And Step do, one. And how do we do that? Yes. 814-419-8424. Mm-hmm. No question is a dumb question. No. Uh, I'm sure there are people embarrassed that, uh, you know, embarrassment probably shouldn't be. No, absolutely shouldn't be because, you know, nobody knows this. Yeah. You know, and unless you're, unless this is your business, unless you're in this industry, most people don't know this. Um, you know, then they become an expert on it real quick right. whenever the time comes. Right. And and at that point, it's, it's too late. You know, so like, yeah, step one is scheduling an appointment and understanding this. And what we do through that is walk you through step by step what Medicare is going to pay for. You know, if you're on Medicare, Medicare does pay for some skilled care, some post-hospital care. So we talk about exactly what that is and provide you with an education on where that stops because that's what's most important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and who's going to be responsible for that care? How is it going to be paid for? Where do you want to receive that level of care? Um, all of these things are very, very important and um you know, when I talk to when I talk to retirees about this type of care, there's often um, tears are shed, mm-hmm. and it's just it's a very yeah, uncomfortable, uncomfortable situation. And you know, my goal is to make it less uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, that it's just matter of fact, just as as any other part of your retirement planning is. This is the same. Yeah. You know, it's it's just a piece of of what you have to plan for. There's so many dimensions to this issue, and something that we talked about months ago was the fact that there's a lot of people that uh, actually aren't on the right insurance plan to begin with, and that's a common mistake that's made. Sometimes that we uh, are involved in plans that we have friends or family involved in. It's not necessarily a good fit for us. This is something else also, right? Yeah. You know, I know we talked before about, you know, being on the right Medicare plan. And Medicare does cover post-hospital care pretty similarly um, amongst all plans. And, you know, we can kind of get into the weeds on that, you know, a little a little bit separately. But that's kind of getting off track. Okay. Um you know, but understanding what Medicare will not pay for and understand that if Medicare doesn't pay for it, Medicare itself doesn't pay for it, no matter what supplement you have or which Medicare Advantage company that you have to go along with your original Medicare, they don't pay for it either. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only three ways. I don't care who you are. There's only three ways to pay for a long-term care need. You either self-insure, which means you spend your own savings in order to pay for your care. Now, sidebar, that costs um, anywhere from about $7,000 a month up to $12,000 per month mm-hmm. in a facility, depending on you know the facility that you're in. Well, I don't know too many people who have ten grand a month right. to spend on, on that care and That's let it crazy. last that long. Right. Yeah. Um, so once their assets are spent through that's called going through the spend down process and once they're through the spend down process they can apply for medicaid medicaid is part of welfare you know is where the state will step in and provide your care so during that time um the state will determine where you receive your care and um 
that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, for some people, it's not fine for other people. And then the last way is to have some sort of insurance to pay for that care. And there's a lot of different ways you can do that. You know, there's traditional long-term care insurance. A lot of baby boomers in this generation that's retiring right now, they don't have long-term care insurance. And there's a couple of different reasons for that. The generation before, a lot of people had long-term care insurance. I mean, it's really fallen out of favor with most people in the last few years just because it's become so very expensive mm-hmm. to obtain. Mm-hmm. And it's also very difficult to get. It's easier to get a multi-million dollar life insurance policy than yeah. it is to get a small long-term care yeah. policy. And the reason is, is that so many people are using it. Right. So the insurance companies aren't making any money on it. Mm-hmm. So they're getting out of the business altogether. Um, and it's just very different type of, you know, difficult type of insurance to get. Um, so we have to get creative on how we fund your long-term care. Odds are you will need to have it. Mm. How do we pay for it yeah. is is the question. That was an amazing stat that you gave. 70%. Is that right? <clears throat> 70%. Yeah. yeah. 70%. And it's... Um, it's a, it's a big number. It is. It's amazing. Yeah. It's, that's a good word for it. It's wow. an amazing statistic. Kelly Racicott, agency owner, retirement specialist, a hometown retirement specialist. Medicaid and the spend down process. Uh, what are you talking about with spend down process? So if you don't have insurance to pay for long-term care, and most people don't, um, so if you don't have any any insurance to cover that, you will have to spend your own assets. So mm-hmm. if you have money in any sort of savings vehicle, you know whether it's your retirement accounts, IRAs, brokerage accounts, what have you, your savings account, checking account, you will be required to spend through that first before you can qualify for mm. Medicaid. You know, wow. so most people, you know, if they've done some saving for their retirement, they don't qualify for Medicaid. Right. Medicaid is a welfare program. So they don't qualify for that. They have to spend through all of their assets in order to qualify for yeah. that. Now, Medicaid is the largest payer of long-term care nationally, especially here in the state of Pennsylvania. Medicaid's is a, is a state program. But yeah, Medicaid is paying for the bulk of care in any nursing facility. Your heart goes out to all these families that have to make this these rash decisions sometimes whenever you have this sensitive subject matter. Could be a dying parent. How many decisions are, are, are made without thinking things out because you just have to do something. You have to make a decision quickly. Yeah. And that's, I think that's part of it. And it becomes very emotional, you know. And you know, when you talk about someone's financial situation, money is a very emotional topic. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're talking about, if you're making a decision for your parents' health, that's a very emotional topic. Um, if it's a spouse, it's a very emotional topic. Nobody wants to think about that. Mm. But it is so much easier, and you can be so much more prepared if you have those difficult conversations yeah. ahead of time. Right. The other side of this, uh, opposite of 70, is 30. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the other 30%? What do you say to them? I'm glad you brought that up. That's a great point. And that's one of the biggest reasons why traditional long-term care policies have fallen out of favor. Mm -hmm. Because there's that 30% chance. And of course, you hope that you're in that 30%, that you live a very long life and you die peacefully in your sleep at age 105. (laughs) That's my plan. Right. Mine too. (laughs) So you hope that you're in that 30%. 
But, and I think I've mentioned before, we always try to plan for the worst. Mm-hmm. But planning for that worst in a traditional long-term care policy can cost you five, $600 a month. Right. Well, that's right. a lot of money and premium. And people don't want to spend that if they may never need that care. And that's what happens. You know, if you, if you buy a traditional long-term care policy, you spend $500 a month premium and you live to 105 and pass peacefully in your sleep, well, who gets that money? Mm -hmm. The insurance company gets Mm -hmm. that money. Um, So there's a lot of other interesting ways that we can plan to pay for that care where we can hope for the best, that you don't need that level of care, and it passes to a beneficiary, or you can take the cash out and use it yourself if you need to. There's a lot of different ways out there now that, um, that aren't traditional long-term care policies that that really do the same job or a right. similar job. Similarly to what we talked about recently about risk and low risk, mm-hmm. but I'm sure there's people in that 70-30 scenario that have to juggle that risk cost thing, yeah. don't they? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, you know, because that's no small chunk of change. That's a big part of your retirement. And sometimes it's just a matter of, you know, allocating, say, okay, I have X amount of dollars that I'm going to put over here and use that for my care if I need it. Well, we might be able to leverage that money and turn that money just by taking it from your left pocket and moving it over into your right pocket, mm-hmm. giving it a little bit more leverage so that should that long-term care need arise that you're able to leverage your dollars in a, in a better better way. You're listening to Voice of Kelly Racicott, the agency owner, retirement specialist of Hometown Retirement Specialist. And Kelly, uh, again, phone number and address where uh, people can uh, reach out to you. Yeah, our phone number is 814-419-8424. Um, the address is 117 South Center Street, right in town on in Evansburg. Um, we would love for you to stop by. We're in the office Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Tuesdays and Thursdays, we do work by appointment only. But Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, feel free to stop on by. And... Um, Bring us your problems. Bring yeah. us your concerns. Yeah. Um, that's what we're there for. Yeah. And one thing that has me thinking from this conversation <clears throat> is that uh, I don't want to wait until the most sensitive time to uh, address topics w- with my loved ones. And that's right. why, you know, it's better for you to approach this at age 45 yes. or 50 Absolutely. And it is at age 65 or 70. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think I've said it before, nobody gets healthier as yeah. as they get older. You know, so the time is the time is now. Whatever it is, the time is now to plan. Well, Kelly, the clock on the wall says that uh, even though I, I could talk about this with you for another, uh, you know, half hour. So we can't time constraints say we have to. <laughs> say goodbye here but again as always i always feel a lot smarter when i talk to you but i but it also raises more questions sometime too and so that's why again giving you a call stopping in to see you a good thing to do because uh you have some great advice to give yeah i look forward to meeting anybody who's listening um that's what we're here for you know our office is there to provide a service and i look forward to being able to help anybody that that needs it. Kelly Racicott, agency owner, retirement specialist, a hometown retirement specialist. Again, Kelly, if, if anybody wants to reach out, what do you advise? Give us a call, 
419-8424. We'll schedule an individual appointment to go over your situation specifically, or you can stop by the office Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 117 South Center Street, right in town, Evansburg. Hey, thanks for taking time with us. Always appreciate it. So glad to be here again. This has been Looking Out for Your Health and Wellness with Hometown Retirement Specialist. This program was pre-recorded. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Retire Well Podcast. Our goal here is always to bring you value and share insights to make your retirement everything you always hoped it would be. I would be forever grateful if you would leave us a review because that helps more people find the show. And please share it wherever you share things on social media. Thanks again, and I hope to see you back here next week. The preceding information does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. All opinions and information shared in this episode is for informational purposes only and should not be acted upon without the assistance of a qualified and licensed professional. Any guarantees mentioned are subject to the strength and claims paying ability of the insurance company, and any mention of rates or performance are subject to change without notice. Kelly Racicott is the agency owner of Hometown Retirement Specialists, LLC. If you have questions about the show, Kelly, or Hometown Retirement Specialists, please visit us on the web at yourhrsagent.com, and you can find our full disclosure in the show notes.